We'll say welcome to today's Mishnah Yomi. Today we find ourselves in Mesechas Peah, Parak Zayin, Mishnayis, Dalid through Hay. So Mishnah Dalid says as follows. So remember again, here we're talking about the halacha. We started with the halacha of Peret. Right, so remember again, so Lachat Parrot says that if you're harvesting your grapes and you drop grapes on the floor, on the ground, you have to leave them for the poor. There's an additional halacha called ololos. Ololos, so effectively, ololos are underdeveloped clusters that one is obligated to leave for the poor as well. So the Mishnah says, Ezohi olales. What, what exactly constitutes ololos? So essentially it means, and literally translated, it's any cluster that doesn't have a kasef. Kasef is a shoulder and notef is dripping. So what does this mean? If you look at a typical cluster of grapes, there's usually a bunch of grapes that cover the top of the stem. That's called the shoulder. So if you have a vine or if you have a, we'll call it a branch, yeah, a branch of grapes, a stem is the better word. If you have a stem of grapes that doesn't have the shoulder, so it doesn't have the cluster on top, and ultimately, again, it doesn't have the notate. The notate are the individual grapes that normally extend down on the lower part of the stem. So if you have a cluster of grapes that doesn't have the shoulder, it doesn't have the upper cluster, and it doesn't have, and it doesn't have the lower individual grapes, then ultimately, again, then halacha lemaisa, that's called ololos. So if you were to, for example, forget that on, or I should say not even forget that, excuse me, that's the type of underdeveloped cluster that you would be obligated to go in and leave for the poor. So if it doesn't have the shoulder, the cluster of grapes on top, or it doesn't have the netef, the individual grapes on the bottom, so you leave that stem for the poor. In However, if it has a shoulder, right, if it has a cluster of grapes on top, on top of the stem, or it has individual grapes that are on the bottom of the stem, then then it's not olala, it's not ololos, and therefore the balabais is permitted to go ahead and keep it. In Suffolk, what if you're not sure? Right? In other words, I'm not sure if the particular cluster has these has these aspects or not. Then ultimately again la'aniim, then we give it to the poor. The Mishnah goes on. Olales Sheba Arkuba. What about the following halacha? So in other words, this is an interesting case. What happens if the Oleles is on a is on a branch, but the branch also has other normal developed clusters. So here again, the underdeveloped cluster, the ololos, is on the same branch as developed clusters. So what's the halakha? Do you leave it for the poor or not? So im nikretzes im ha'eshkol. So if the ololos cluster is close enough that it can be harvested with the fully developed clusters, then the harehi shabalabayis. Then it belongs to the balabayis. Ve'im lav. But if halakha lamay said the ololos cluster is far, far away, that it can't be harvested together with the normal cluster, then ultimately, shell aniyim. Then halacha lemaisa, that will remain the property of the aniyim. The Mishnah goes on. The Mishnah says, garger yechidi. This is an interesting case. So in this situation, again, you have a, you have a branch, or I should say a stem, I keep saying branch. You have a branch that, in, in other words, on a normal, on a normal stem, 
On a normal stem, you would have clusters of grapes. In this particular situation, instead of having clusters of grapes, you have individual grapes. And these individual grapes, again, go from the top to the bottom. Rabbi Huda Omer Eshkol, Rabbi Huda says that's considered to be a normal cluster. So in other words, if you could imagine, you have the stem, you have one grape on each side of the stem going down the length of the stem. So the Shaila is, is this called a normative cluster or is this called Ololos? Rabbi Huda Omer Eshkol, Rabbi Huda says this is called a regular cluster and therefore belongs to the Balabai. This is called an olelas, an underdeveloped cluster, and halacha lemaisa is left for the poor. Beautiful. We now come to Mishnah Mishnah 5. So Mishnah says as follows. So this is an interesting case. Let's say one is going ahead and pruning his grapevines. So over here, again, I'm pruning the grapevines by just removing, removing stems or removing vines. Why do you prune? So you remove some of the vines in order to allow the rest of them to grow well. So in this case over here, I'm pruning my grape vines. Excuse me. So the same way that I'm permitted to go ahead and prune my own vines, I could also prune the vines of the poor. In other words, what's happening over here is as follows. I need to prune vines in order to allow my vineyard to grow well. Some of those vines that I'm going to prune may have ololos. So the Mishnah says over here, the same way that I'm permitted to prune my vines and thereby again, you know, lose out on my produce, I'm also permitted to prune the vines that have ololos, even though the poor may end up losing out on some of their, on some of the ololos. These words Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Meir says, no. Ramir says, on the other hand, no, that Allah that's not the case. That ultimately, again, ultimately you're permitted to go ahead and prune your own vines. Obviously, that's your that's your business. But Lamaisa, but Lamaisa, you're not allowed to prune vines if it's going to cause a loss to the Aniyam by depriving them of the Ololos. The Bartanura says, The Bartanura himself says, that Allah follows the first opinion, namely, namely, the same way that you're permitted to go ahead and prune your own vines, you're also permitted to prune vines that may have Ololos on them, even though you may end up causing a loss to the Aniyam. All right, we'll stop over here for today. Wishing everyone a good Tavach, a wonderful day, Kultuf.